0: Welcome to Dental Dilemmas, brought to you by the ADA Council on Ethics, Bylaws, and Judicial Affairs. And I am your host, Alex Melian. Today, we are discussing all things SmileCon. Our guest, Dr. Bob Skinner, is the meeting chair for this year's meeting in Houston, Texas, which is just around the corner, taking place October 13th to the 15th. Starting the episode, we also have a quick preview from Dr. Ansley Depp, and she will be giving you the highlights on this year's SEBJA CE offerings. Join us as we talk SmileCon and ethics.
1: I'm Ansley Depp, Chair of the CE Subcommittee on SEBJA, the Council on Ethics, Bylaws and Judicial Affairs. I'm inviting you to join us for a one hour free CE session at SmileCon this year in Houston. We will be hosting the CE and Dental Central Smile Lounge A from 2.30 to 3.30, both on Thursday and Friday. Each day will be worth one hour of CE. Thursday's session will focus on interacting with patients through social media. Social media is everywhere. The blurring of professional and personal lines can pose a challenge for dentists when patients of record make a friend request. Do we accept these requests or not? This session will discuss some of the ethical pitfalls and benefits of accepting or rejecting these requests. Our council members participating Thursday are Dr. Kelly Roth, from Ohio, and Dr. Kathy Nichols, from Texas. Friday's session will focus on responding to offensive comments by patients. Discussions on politics, religion, sexual orientation, and gender identity can spark a range of opinions and can be the subject of disagreement. When we are offended by a patient's comments, we can typically respond in one of three ways. Those three ways and the ethical issues that arise will be discussed in an effort to help providers and staff identify the most ethical way forward for them and their patients. Our council members participating Friday are Dr. Alex Melion from Ohio and myself, Dr. Ansley Depp from Kentucky. Surveys will be sent out through email prior to SmileCon. Be on the lookout for the email, choose your response online, and then join us for CE Coffee Cookies and Conversations with your fellow Jet council members. We're looking forward to seeing you at SmileCon in Houston, Texas.
0: Dr. Skinner, uh, welcome to Dental Dilemmas and thank you for joining us. I know this is a busy time with SmileCon a few weeks away, um, but before we get into discussing SmileCon specifically, Please tell us about yourself and where you practice.
2: Yeah. Well, Alex, thanks for having me. And yes, it is busy. I small Con is just a couple of weeks away and uh, we have a lot of last minute little details that we're, we're trying to uh, trying to complete. Well, I'm a general dentist in Fort Smith, Arkansas. I've practiced for 36 years. That's kind of hard for me to believe. I, I've never worked a, a day in my life because I enjoy what I do. Um it's, uh, it's been a very fulfilling and wonderful uh, profession for me. I've, I've, uh, in fact, I still love what I do 36 years later. That's, uh, I don't know if that's
0: rare or normal or what,
2: but it, it was, it's been great for me.
0: Wonderful. I know I say it all the time. Dentistry really is a wonderful profession, and um, it, that's great because I hear that quite often, and it, it's, it's such a rewarding, rewarding profession. I agree. Um, and, and how did you select dentistry as a career path, and, and how did you end up in the dental field?
2: Yeah, well, it's kind of crazy. I'm a uh, undergraduate at the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville, which is about 60 miles north of here, and uh, I've always kind of been kind of a give-back person, and I've always liked the health science, and and uh, I like people, and I've always was pretty good with my hands on a lot of things that I did. I was in scouts and played competitive tennis and, and things like that, and I, and I think I kind of developed some of that hand coordination. A lot of that, you know, is a DNA thing too, you know, you either have it or don't. And uh, it seemed to work out well with me, but uh, I did a lot of research when I was in college. I got my master's in research and a lot of that was, was something that uh, it was, that would help, help people, you know, on your research. If it went to the next step, Uh, went to dental school at LSU uh, after thinking a little bit about going to medical school, but I hated hospitals. That wasn't one of my warm fuzzies. So I said, you know, that's probably not a way to go. And I had an advisor in college that said, you know, consider dentistry. And uh, boy, she just nailed it. it. It was, it was right on because I, I really enjoyed it. I uh, did a year of kind of cancer research after dental school, and then uh, came back to my hometown to practice dentistry. So uh, I got lucky. I got real fortunate that I found a profession that, that really fit me and one that I that I loved.
0: Wonderful. And um, as we transition into talking about SmileCon now, um, I know last year was the first uh, official um, unraveling or unveiling of SmileCon itself, but tell us a little bit about it and how it will be different even from how it was in Las Vegas last year.
2: Yeah, it'll, it'll be different on purpose. Uh, we've, we've kind of committed uh, basically when I say we, everyone has to realize I'm, I'm think, speaking for ADA. It's not we as in my family, it's we as in ADA and, you know, we plan these things, you know, two to three years out. So it's when I came back on board on, for CAM, uh, it was already pretty much in the works that we were going to change from annual session. Uh, from 06 to 09, I was on the council for annual sessions, which we still had our annual meeting. And, you know, those were huge meetings. Those were, you know, 30,000 to 43,000 was the four that I was wow. involved with on that. I was chairman of Honolulu in 09, a smaller venue. Of course, it was, you know, I have to I have to put it together from Arkansas through Chicago over in Honolulu. So there's <laughs> logistics involved when you're the chairman. But, uh, and it was right after the recession. So that was a tough meeting to to really put together, but it turned out very successful, Uh, but small con, we're trying to get away from the traditional, you know, scientific meeting, but just by definition, what we do is a scientific meeting. That's what we are. But we wanted to bring back some of the wow moments and try and, and make it where it's more inviting to the younger dentists that are just getting out, that are having a hard time making ends meet with student debt and something that, uh, that is, uh, they can remember, uh, you know, I've been to 34 annual sessions slash small cons in my 36 years. So I've only missed two wow. since I've been a dentist. I know one would say, Hey, get a life. But my life was that, <laughs> you know, I, I tell them that I bleed ADA green yeah. and uh, but I've learned a lot from that. And I've seen the good things and I've seen the bad things. I'm kind of a visionary and I kind of, I kind of like uh, thinking of good concepts and ideas because, you know, you're not going to remember a lot of the speakers that you hear, especially me after 34 meetings of, mm-hmm. of annual session. But I remember the wow moments. I remember the fun times and, and the extracurricular things that went along with it. And that's what we're trying to bring back with SmileCon.
0: Great. I'm looking forward to those wow moments because there, there were definitely they were definitely there in Las Vegas. And I know... Um, planning that yeah. meeting was a little bit of a challenge coming out of COVID and um, yeah. just yeah, timelines and whatnot. So, yeah.
2: Well, you nailed it. You know, we, yeah. uh, uh, Charlie McKelvey from California was the general chair and I was CE chair and we, uh, you know, we planned on that about an about a year and a half before the meeting came around. And and that was always in our forefront was how can we make this, you know, in Las Vegas, there's a lot of wow moments in Vegas. And we didn't want to compete with that, but we wanted to do something that they could gather from our meeting that they could take home and said, Man, that was just really awesome. And so a lot of things that we put in kind of got shelved a little bit because of COVID. And you know, we had to do screenings and we had to uh and all those things, there's, you know, there's monetary adjustments that you have to make when you do extra things. And and it wasn't the home run that we wanted, but it was a great kickoff for the new concept of small con. So we're building on that and hopefully here in Houston, I, I am doing the same thing and my committee. Uh, I've got a great committee that's helped out on this. So. So we've got a lot of wow moments. I think people really enjoy seeing. uh, You know, COVID's not a black cloud now, but there's still a little bit of a cloud. And uh, (laughs) we're not doing the major screenings like we did in Vegas. You know, everyone has to take a little bit of responsibility for their own their own way of being. And uh, we'll we'll have their if you know social distancing there. If you want to wear a mask, you can. Uh, we always urge everyone to get boosters, and I think that's more prevalent now than it was, you know, a year ago even. And so um, we've got a lot of great things that will be a lot different than what uh, we had in Vegas. In Vegas, we ended up being a, a good meeting, it's smaller, but I think that was because of COVID for the most part.
0: No, absolutely. And what what are you most excited about um, for this year's SmileCon and some of those wow moments? Well, some of the wow moments
2: was. Uh, I, again, I, I like to vision things. I said, man, this would be great if we could have that. So one major thing we're having, we're having NASA as a big component and they're bringing a, a mini museum to our dental central floor. Uh, we've got uh, uh, an astronaut that's gonna be at our final uh, closing session. I mean, it's just gonna be awesome. And I, if, you, if you wanna Google uh, uh, Leland uh, Melvin, uh, his story is just amazing, and he's going to wow us at uh, at the closing ceremony. We're also got Benet Brown that's going to open us up. And if you don't know about Benet Brown, she <laughs> is like the up and coming type person. She's got six bestsellers on the New York Times uh, bestseller list. She's got podcasts that got viewers out the yeah, you know, it's more viewers than you can imagine. She's like the fifth listened to most TED Talk that's ever been presented. And uh, it's a coup to get her. She had over a hundred organizations wanting her to speak and she picked the ADA. So we're real honored to have her. And she's going to start us out at the opening ceremony. Uh, I'm also going to have podcasts. that's going to be uh, coming live from Dental Central. We, we were targeted about 18 podcasters that are going to do live and try and create some FOMO. You know, we're missing out. We want those that aren't at our meeting to, to say, gosh, why, why, Am I not there? And I'm going to go next year. So hopefully uh, we had this vision when I was approached in Vegas last year, some of the podcasters, man, we need to do that. And so we're going to try and have something set up kind of like game day on Saturday, and then we'll have a counter and, and we'll have places where you can sit and watch the interviews and, and have some, some good guests that they can, they can talk about. Uh, another thing that I wanted, I wanted to make sure that all of there's four dental schools in Texas, and I wanted to make sure that all of those dental schools, we're fairly representative. I said, well, how can we do that? So I came up with a little concept that's not new, but a little twist on on an idea. It's called dental Olympics. And we're going to have each school give a team of students and we're going to have some fun events. Just kind of some friendly competition. And hopefully that will bring other students. It'll bring alumni, should bring uh, faculty members and, and their families. And hopefully that'll be a fun couple of days in dental central to see how these kids can kind of compete a little bit but in a in a a dental realm more so than than like an athletic competition like the olympics are going to be so uh, we're really looking forward to that we also got tara peterson who was uh, uh, on our olympic uh, u.s olympic team and she's going to be there to help kick that off so uh, we're we're excited to have tara with us as well What else? We've got the Shimbori speakers that we started last year. And uh, Michael McGuire from Houston, a periodontist is going to give a a presentation on that. And Stanley Malamed. I mean, if you hadn't heard Stanley, you've been living under a rock Stanley's been around forever. He's, he's got a great presentation. Everybody knows Stanley, and uh, he's going to be a, uh, he's going to be a hit and much deserved to be a Shimbori speaker. Uh, Mark Roffling is going to be there. He has an interesting history on, on uh, cancer survivor that he went to MD Anderson to 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 conquer that little disease. He's a uh, he is a golfer and a commentator for uh, the PGA. So he's going. We're going to have a reception with him. That he's going to be there, and I'm sure he'll do some signings or or what have you. So that that will be a, a neat thing for him to be there. And he gets asked for a lot of things too. So a lot of people are. Are flocking to the ADA to make their presentation and, and spread spread what they have to uh, to to relate. Uh, again, we have uh, returning as the Women in Dentistry, the Leadership Series, and uh, well, that's always a a, a huge huge uh, gathering when uh, when we have that. So that's, that's absolutely that, uh, quite
0: a, quite a lineup, and I know I, I, there's quite a few things I'm excited to see, and um, the new dentist new dentist committee I know is very excited to see. Um, uh, Brene Brown is, is speaking as well because I know she's a rock star and um, there's so many just cool things and um, I just saw an email today going out the top 10 things at SmileCon and I was excited to see all of that kind of put together in a great list and I think you hit almost all of them as you went through so
2: yeah, one I, thing that wasn't on there that's going to be fun you know one of my my things was when you go to these meetings and we're, we're there and we're in a convention center you know inside well, you know the fall in, in Houston, the weather's going to be wonderful. So we're going to have a street fest that's going to be right outside the convention center. Uh, we're going to close down the main street in front of the center, and we'll have a stage set up and live music. We're going to have food trucks there that can, uh, can bring all sorts of the cuisine that Houston is known for. And uh, that's going to get us out of the inside and, and out in the open there at the Discover Greens right across from the, from the convention center. So I'm really looking forward to that on Friday night that we're going to be there. That, that'll be a fun, fun uh, venue
0: that, that evening. So I'm looking yeah. forward to that as well. No, that's going to be a great event, too. Um, and switching gears a little bit, and Dental Dilemma is an ethics podcast. So if you don't mind, I'll ask you a few just different questions about Smile Con. Sure. Yeah. Um, how do you think SmileCon can help foster continued discussions regarding ethics and professionalism, just kind of out in the open and and on on a, a grander magnitude with a, a large meeting like this?
2: To me personally, I think a lot of the ethics has to come from your heart. If, if you're an ethical person, then you relate that to your, to your patients, and uh, you know uh, I think a lot of it has come. That's not to say that you can learn ethics but I think ethics has to be something that, that you generally do. And I, I always you know, tell my patients that I treat people, I don't treat teeth. And uh, a lot of the times in, in doing so when you're presenting a case or what have you, and we try and keep that in our forefront when we're selecting the speakers for this, you know, are they, do they exude that type of ethics and do they not over treatment plan on something a patient doesn't want, but something that meets their needs at that stage of their life. And uh, you know, there's plan A, B and C to do a different treatment. And you should talk pros and cons on each one of those A, B and C, and then see what fits. And I think that that has a lot to do with how ethical one is. And you've got to really want to do that. And you got to live it every day. Um, a lot of that is from, from upbringing before you even become a dentist. I know I always thought that if you didn't get back to your, your family or your church or your community or your profession, well, what else is there? And that, that's kind of what, what I've, how I've tried to live by, and I've tried to bring that in, into dentistry. But we've always been very, very sharp and very good at the people that we select to go to small con- and the annual meeting. We've always tried to, not that we would eliminate, but those are the people that we kind of gravitate to, are the ones that can help in that, those regards. So I, I'm proud
0: of the ADA for that, some of the stands that they make. No, wonderful. I think you hit exactly on my next question with kind of choosing speakers and whatnot. So um, just personally, what does being an ethical dentist mean to you? And how do you apply the ADA code and, and how you practice every day? And you touched on it a little bit with um, kind of your viewpoint on practicing and um, giving back. But what's your kind of personal view on yeah. being an ethical dentist?
2: Well, I was fortunate to go to LSU Dental School and I- had great professors there. And one of them, stood so out was F. Harold Worth. And he always told us, never treat a stranger. Hmm. Of course, in your mind, you say, well, what if someone just walks in off the street and, you know, you didn't know them and stuff. He said, well, sit down and get eye to eye with them. And where are you from? You know, who sent you to our practice before you even look at their mouth, find out something about them and get on, Get on an eye level and 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 don't judge and and find out what their needs are and where they're from and why they're there and a little bit about them and I think that what sets you up to be a real ethical person. Is not not let the the dreaded dollar sign drive you. You know you want to provide the right treatment for the right person at the right time of their life. And I think the money takes care of itself. Uh, yeah.
0: No, absolutely. I haven't heard that one, never treating a stranger, but that really hits home and, um, it's what it all comes down to. So thank you for sharing that. Um, and then any final thoughts um, or takeaways for SmileCon itself?
2: Well, yeah, everyone needs to be there. Even if Mm -hmm. you're not a member of the ADA, it's something, you know, go there and you'll see what a good thing that you see in the ADA. They do so much more than just the advocacy, uh, It's also, you know, a place that you can gather. When I go to an annual meeting or now SmileCon, I've heard most of the speakers and I know a lot of them and they know me and they're good and they update their presentations a lot. But I, I look for people that I considered kind of mentors, whether you really classify them, but I said, Oh, there's Dr. Jones from Arizona. Well, let me go say hi to him and what's been going on in your life. And, You know, you can also say, well, what scanner are you using now? Or what impression material are you using now? And you can, you can kind of learn a lot by not so much the speakers, which has a wealth of knowledge, but you can learn on what others are using. And, and I always said, I'm not ever going to use my patients as guinea pigs. I'm going to learn from others and do the right research and make sure you use the right materials and and techniques uh, on your patients. So, I think when you go to an annual meeting, not only do you have the top speakers around the country, uh, but you can also find a community and people that you can reconnect with and learn from them. Um, Most of them are very much willing to, to share that with you. Uh, Especially now with SmallCom where we've got fun events, you can learn about NASA. NASA's bringing the moon rock. Can you believe that?
0: (laughs) That's pretty amazing.
2: Walk on and see the actual rock that lay there on the moon. Now the ADA had to cough up security for that, but I think it <laughs> could swing. It. You know, they yeah. that was one of the things. And uh, so there's so many things that you'll be able to see and, and some of the connections and, and people that you will meet at the meeting. And, and you all are in the same organization, not only dentistry, but if you remember the ADA, you have all of that in common. So you have a commonality and uh, I would not give anything for the relationships that I gathered through the ADA. I mean, that's just, it's just been invaluable to me. It's, it's priceless. You can't put a price tag on that. So I, that's why I urge to go. You're doing more than just listen to a speaker. Uh, most of the time we have these uh, that we have small con they're in fun locations. Houston is phenomenal. They've got five-star museums. They're the fourth largest country uh, city in the country. It's probably the largest footprint of a medical facility anywhere in the world. Um, the thing that I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about, if you're a sports fan, it's a huge sports town, but I know if you're not from Houston, sometimes you don't root for the Astros or the, or the Texans, <laughs> but it looks like the Astros are going to make the playoffs, and the playoffs, guess what, are during small con. so, uh, so it'll be bustling. Uh, a minute Maid Coliseum or Stadium is just, just a rock throw from the convention center, so the downtown Houston will be bubbling. It'll be a great place to go, and and be part of of that experience. So this is one you really don't need to miss. Uh, it, it's something that you'll really see what SmallCon's all about. And there'll be something for everyone, young and old, and uh, it's going to be a great time. It really is. A lot of memories that can be made at the Con.
0: Wonderful. I, like you said, there's nothing better than uh, fall playoff baseball in a bustling town. And um, there's I'm excited to get to Houston. I've personally never been and. Um, I think it's a, a great pick for this year. It has so much to offer and you've pl- planned a wonderful meeting and, and you and Cam. So I'm excited and looking forward to it. So I appreciate you well, taking nice. some time out of your uh, day. I'll and
2: be yeah, you won't down there. It, it, it's going to be a great thing. We'll be running. <laughs> we start at six in the morning and my committee doesn't end till after the last function at night. So it is a long day for, for Cam, but uh, it's uh, it's a
0: labor of love for all of us. Wonderful. We're looking forward to it, and I know um, with Dental Dilemmas and the Council on Ethics Bylaws and Judicial Affairs as well, we've got a number of events and um, ethical programs, so we're looking forward to being a part of it, and thank you so much for joining us and talking all things SmileCon, and we're excited to get there in a few weeks.
2: Great. Alex, thanks for having me, and I hope to see you all in Houston.
0: Hope to see you in person at SmileCon. We will be recording our next episodes at SmileCon's podcaster and influencer hub on October 13th and 14th. We would love if you stop by to say hello and were part of our next episode. Thank you for joining us for the special recording. Remember to keep ethics at the forefront of your daily practice and stay tuned as Seebja decodes dental dilemmas.